Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, Wells is here. Over yeah. there. Actually, Wells is over there, not here. Yeah. He's not there, 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 but here, there. Near, far, far wherever I am. Maybe uh-huh. I'm in the back seat. Look at that. Staring at people's backs of their heads while they listen to the show. That, sure. I guess that could yep. work. Wells went rogue on us there. I'm not real he, sure what happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I've listened to podcasts in the back of the Uber or Lyft before, so. In theory, I could be staring at the back of somebody's head and listening to the show. Yep. All right. So, anyways, what's been going on, beer? Look, whatever you like to do in your own personal time, Josh. Stare at people. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Bird Songs Honey Pie Day was uh, last week. How was that? Uh, it was good times, as per usual. Yeah, I, I wanted to go and. You know, yeah. that stupid thing called the eye doctor. Yeah. Had to have that done. So. Yeah. You know, being able to see it's kind of important. Yeah, no, just a uh, little bit. I, you know, I, I anymore, um, there's a couple of releases around town. Not a ton of them, but there's a couple of them that, you know, the release date is like the middle of the week. And it's usually, you know, when the brewery opens at like two or three o'clock. And so yeah. it's just, I like just kind of started like, hey, it's been a couple months since I've gotten one of these. I'm just going to take the afternoon off and it just the whole afternoon. Of course, and the wife's like, hey, let's go to lunch since you're off. And I'm like, I was going to go to Brooks. guess I'm not going to Brooks now. Why did you? Why couldn't you go to Brooks? Because then I'd have to take her all the way back home and or like then I'd have to drag her around with the whole time. And, and you know, oh, okay. like that's right. part of it is it's just kind of, you know, like I don't mind meeting up with some people and having some beers, but you know, it's just like when you work, you know this, when you work at home, it's hard to get a break away from home. Yes. And it's sometimes it's just nice to be out on your own. Be alone. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I, you know, I, I have, you know, I, I took a lot of that for granted, I guess. You know, just the, the windshield right. time, if you will. Yeah. So, any rate, yeah, I did that. Uh, swung by Divine Barrel and um, man, between uh, the cans I bought at Birdsong and what all I bought at Divine, I think I'm about broke. Um, yeah. Couple crawlers and um, numerous samples at the Divine Barrel. Yeah, uh, damn, that stuff's good. It is. And then again, you know, maybe honey, we're gonna have one of their beers on know, a hun- show later. Yep. And then yes. uh, Honey Pie, always, always a good, uh, good time. I had their, uh, they had the, their Brute. They, I guess, they have a Brute IPA. Oh, boy. Um, my first experience with the Brute IPA, and I'm just like, oh, it tastes like a, a different carbonated IPA. So I mean, let me ask you. Now that you've had one, do you feel like it is worth actually doing one from somebody on the show? I mean, I don't know that we're missing anything. Okay. I, you know, I, like the people that absolutely love this style, I, you know, my first question would be, do you love champagne? Because I know that's like the big tie-in, right? I, you know, I'm I'm hit or miss on champagne. I don't really care. I have it once or twice a year. You're non-plus. And I don't, yeah, I mean, I'm whelmed, right? You know, <laughs> once or I'm twice whelmed. a year. Yeah, once or twice a year. And I, and I don't really even have a lot of it it's just like okay well that was fun you can have this now you know yeah not, not my thing um i mean that being said you know the ipa itself tasted good it yeah. just you know it was just it tasted a lot lighter because of the the yeast in it i guess i you know it was fine it was fine you know and and i i i'd be willing to bet that that's a pretty good representation it may not be the best may not be the worst right it's probably pretty decent representation but it's enough to make me say yeah okay cool i'm glad i tried it this is a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. I, right. you know, I, I understand that people like this, and I'm cool with that. And y'all have fun. I'm, uh, I'm good. Y- y'all do you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Okay. I, I don't see it taking off, kind of like Juicy did. I mean, it's just like it's the new trendy thing, you know. I, I just don't. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially with it being as expensive as it is, I just don't 
don't I, I don't see, I don't see there anywhere. being a, a ton of demand for it. It'll be a, a short flash in the pan, you know, probably less shelf life than a black IPA had. So right. interesting. But uh, yeah, no, I actually got out and did some. It was kind of fun. Cool. <laughs> Yay me. Yay me. Wells. And black IPA stuck around a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah. I mean, that, that Cascadian Dark Ale, man. Mm, that was yeah. a thing for a while. It was. And then now it's pe- not. People are a little bit quicker to beat the new flavor of the month into the ground. So I, I've got a feeling Brute might not be that long for this world. Like, no. I mean, of course, well, well, those he, people that do it really well are going to keep doing it. And those that sure. don't are going to get out. But here's it, the true test for it. When Sierra Nevada or New Belgium puts it into one of their mixed Six, you know, mixed boxes. You'll know it's, it's over. It's done. <laughs> it's over. I think that's happened. I wouldn't be surprised. But you know, it's over. Oh, that that's point. right. Oh, over is in definitely when Sam Adams makes one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Yep, we're done here. <laughs> you can put this dead horse away. <laughs> yeah, move along. It just makes me think of that. Uh, what's the uh, like Geico commercial, whatever, with a guy who starts acting like his dad or whatever. And he's like, hey, yeah, Tom Pritchard. You know? Tom Pritchard. <laughs> Oh, boy. Can we get some jalapeno poppers up in here? All right. Well, so have you done anything fun beer related? Uh, just going to my usual spots and having a decent enough time. I haven't done any releases on release day. Just kind of been uh, a normal person. It's been fun. It's been fun. I know. Normal person. Wells is a normal person. Whatever that is. Well, I mean, like. the four of us all hung out, too. We That's that. true. Oh, we we yeah. did have a, a, a very nice, uh, quiet little uh, football in bottle share. That was kind of fun. Yeah, we didn't like get crazy or. No, I, I mean, we had some had some heavy things. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We had some crazy, crazy good beer. And a few of them we actually are doing on the show now proper. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Kind of our last little hurrah with Chris before. Yeah. He moves <clears> kicked his ass LA. out. I mean, uh, yeah. he actually. Before we give him the boot. And, and I love how he, he did the whole like, uh, oh, yeah. And uh, uh, I mean, I'll be around for like the next like, I don't know, seven months. Yeah. But I'm going to be really busy doing things. Okay, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, we already t- changed his Twitter handle and all. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's now SoCal Crispy. That's right. The so worst. SoCal Crispy. SoCal. The worst. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So this government shutdown thing, it's still a happening. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this two weeks ago, and it's still going on. Yep. So besides that, uh, we know that from a brewer's perspective, this can create a lot of issues, and more so from a small brewery standpoint. So there's a brewer in KC that basically can't sell his canned beer because he was slated to open February 2nd. They are so backed up now on label releases. Let's pretend like today, being today, the government opens up tomorrow. It's still probably going to be another month before he gets label label approval. So he only had one through the pipeline. That's all he can release. So he's just going to give the rest of it away to federal workers. (laughs) Here, have this unlabeled beer. There's nothing wrong with that, I swear. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I mean, you know... (sighs) I mean, politics aside, this sucks. It it sure, it does. I think it sucks more for the small brewery who doesn't make the same thing twice. Well, and not only that, just a small brewery in general. This guy isn't even open yet. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't opened yet, I mean, absolutely, you're in a world of hurt. But now, now, one thing though, I do want to stress, and they even stressed this in the article from the KC Star, is that this does not affect tapped beers or sure. you know stuff that's. So, in theory, he's he doesn't not, have to give this away. He could yeah. just put it on draft, but yep. 
he wanted to open up with four cans. He can only own, only open up with one. <gasps> Which again, I mean, for for this individual, yes, that definitely sucks, and I hate that for him. Um, I do wonder. <laughs> depending on how long the, the shutdown goes and how far backed up they are, I wonder what this does to some of these, we'll call them trendier brewers that are just making the new hotness in four pack uh-huh. of pint cans and they have a release. A yeah. 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 And when they're, when they're more or less printing money and now they've got to go back and re-release the beer they've released already. I wonder what happens to them. Does that mean that neckbeards are going to have to drink a beer twice? Yeah. Oh, God, what am I going to do? Which, again, you know, we've gone on record and said, that's okay. Yeah, that is okay. What about about three times? Oh, absolutely. Totally. You know, know, maybe we even do a once a year tradition on this year's show where we talk about the fridge beers that we drink on numerous occasions. Yeah. I might be getting rid of my kegerator. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I know. I just don't drink the same beer that on that scale anymore, at least. Right. Yeah. I mean, having a keg writer would only make sense if you are buying the same keg over and over, or if you're yep. sitting on something like it's, a big, bad Baptist keg for like two yeah. years, <laughs> one year, one year. And I do it on purpose. You know, I, I think it's, it definitely has changed my buying habits. Whereas I used to go and I would get the beer that I really liked, but didn't realize that I didn't really want it for six or eight weeks. Yeah. Because some beers, you know, it's like, man, I love this beer. This is one of my favorites. If you don't absolutely, absolutely, unequivocally love it, do you're you gonna get sick of it. Do you still run two kegs or are you just yeah. at one? Okay. Yeah. I, didn't know I, I usually did keep not. I usually keep an old Mac on one side, something light and easy to drink on one side, and then my Baptist on the other. I, I keep you know, I keep telling myself that okay, the next time I'm gonna get like a big, you know, like a like a ruination or something like that, and I always chicken out because I'm just afraid that I'm not going to drink it fast enough. No, you wouldn't. I bet you. I almost guarantee you wouldn't. Why don't you get a brute IPA? <sighs> You're number one, Wells. <laughs> <laughs> so not really much else to say other than, like I said, he's basically stuck between a rock and a hard place because he had got one label through, and he's just going to have to give it away in private events and. What the hell kind of name is City Barrel Brewery? Dude, there's some like, terrible that is names the for breweries most anymore. Generic could be anywhere, no sense of place or time or it, it City again, Barrel. Like I just I kind of keep going back to this whole thing like you can leave it on tap. It's not like he canned it and oh wait, we've we've canned all of this beer and we can't do anything with it because there's no labels on it. Like nobody does that. Yeah. Nobody does that. So you still have it kegged. You could easily just put it on the tap room, but yeah. you're probably not going to get as much publicity that way. Well, no. I not, mean, not a, call not me call me a little cynical, and I know that's a big stretch for you guys. Wait, what? I know, I know, I know. But it's there. Well, speaking of cynical. Yeah, so uh, the very weekend that we had our little bottle share was when the poor Chicago Bears kicker Cody Parkey missed... The game-winning field goal. So Goose Island, being Goose Island, said, hey, do you think you can do better, jackasses? And they hosted an event where everybody could come out and try to kick field goals. I don't know if anybody saw the videos that were circulating around this weekend on the internet. They were pretty great. And by by pretty great. (laughs) That's a thing now, by the way. You know, (laughs) you mean we all, you you don't all do this? (laughs) Uh... But, but yeah, the, the prize was free beer for a year. It's like X number of cases of 
like Goose Island flagships. Nobody could do it though. Nobody yeah. could kick a forty-three yard field I mean, goal. First off, whole bunch of armchair quarterbacks saying, "Oh, I could kick that." Well, guess what? No, you can't. You can't. I mean, if like he missed it, but you can't do any better. So yeah, no, you can't. No, you close. can't even get close. I mean, unless yeah. you were a a professional or at least a college soccer or or, or a place kicker in college. Yeah, you're, you're out of luck. Yeah. I mean, because it's just one of those things. There's there's so much skill involved there. Oh, it's way more than people realize. Yeah, I mean, it, it's you know, it's like uh, you know, a lot of, and I include myself in this, kind of take a shot at NASCAR because all you do is turn left for two hours. Yeah. But like, if you have ever done turn like, right once, yeah, right, then they're all done. GPS. And if you've ever done like, uh, especially like gas powered go karts, and especially when it's even slightly hot, and you do like three circuits of that. You know, and, and you've been driving for even like 35, 45 minutes. I mean, it'll it's, wear you out. Yeah, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And you were not going 200 plus miles an hour trying yeah. to keep this car straight and not yeah. die. I mean, there, it's, this is one wreck. of those things that, I mean, you know, we all say, oh, I wouldn't have missed that. But, I, you know, whatever. Meanwhile, back to the beer. Goose Island got more publicity in this one little event than they ever will for any of their commercials during the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's absolutely bonkers. This just needs to be absolute honkers. <laughs> oh what you're sitting there thinking of 312 reasons that that joke was bad nah. <laughs> i'm on a roll can't stop him now let anyway, him go kick like, some field goals if, if goose island is smart they will turn this into their next super bowl commercial like they need to there's no they just need to show the outside I, I don't care i guarantee you, you watch this i bet you on the on the uh on the on the release form it probably said something like we can use the video of you in any, any whatever. It, so. And then they were going to start posting. That'll be their, their Super Bowl commercial. Think you can do better? I mean, yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Man gets it and groin with football. Come on. It yeah. rates itself. Yep. This will be one of the few commercials that I like shush people over during the Super Bowl. Like, hey, guys, it's the Goose Which Island. Which is crazy day. to say. Yeah, it's, a, it's an ABM Bev ad. I want to watch this, yep. you guys. Shh. Yep. Shut up. I want to see this. Yeah. But Soviet Russia ball kicks you. I just, yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's right. Or your groin. Yeah. Or your back. Or numerous other body parts where people fell and ate shit. And it was hilarious. And it was good times. Uh, so speaking of trendy breweries, Tired Hands is getting sued. Uh-oh. Tired tired Hands. They, uh, they're they out there kind of in that. They're not really. A, uh, Trillium's in Boston, right? But Tired Hands is up mm-hmm. in that same kind of like, you know. New England area, right? And they make they make the the Philly. hazy and the Philly. Philly. Okay, yeah, Philly, right. but, they, but they still they're they're still like one of the the two or three like original OG. Yeah, they were like, one of the OG haze bros. Yeah, in other words, uh, and this article goes into great detail about what's going on, and there's lots of things, but. The main point. Of I'll be honest with you. I saw who it was, where, where the link was from, and I'm like, all right, I'll just I'll just catch up on the show. So catch me up, Josh. Yes, let me <laughs> let me catch you up. So the, the main complaint here is that uh, three individuals gave some money to help start Tired Hands, an in initial investment, basically, gave about $5,000, and each hoping to get a 0.5% equity stake in Tired Hands, which doesn't seem like it's bad. I bet it's more than $5,000. Well, not only that, but, you know, promise of return, and then you look at where Tired Hands actually is, and basically Tired Hands is trying to dick people out of what could potentially be a lot of money? <laughs> they're they're offering right now of their five thousand dollar. You know, I'll just call it an IPO for lack of a better term. Just shorten an IPA things. IPO, an IPA IPO, 
they're offering them $7,000 for a $5,000 investment. Uh, when? Oh, how long? Did it say how long? Three years. So three years, $2,000. Eh, yeah. And good. their growth percentage in the last year has been about 200%. Yeah, that's that sucks. Yeah, so it's not like they're you know hemorrhaging money. It's so not so, like they're doing this over the the. I mean, this is definitely a principle thing, for sure. Because yeah, you know the leader of one of these guys. I mean, it's Hill Farmstead's founder. Yeah. So, you know, if anybody's going to know what brewery growth looks like and how much ROI needs to be, then. It's right. probably somebody that wears the same shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, Trillium's like, hey, guys, we've totally cornered the market on asshole New England IPA makers. And Tired Hand's like, here, hold my haze, bro. Hold my haze, brah. So, yeah, that's that's part of it. And then there's a whole another legal aspect to this where the counsel for Tired Hands isn't really true counsel, and they're calling foul on that. So, you know, all kinds of fun things. So not going very well right now with tired hand, for tired hands. Sucks. Feel so sorry for them. Do you though? Do you really feel bad? It's going to keep me up at night. I bet it's not. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Those tired hands. I'm sure eventually. I'm. <laughs> anyway. So uh, hanger twenty four. Who? Yeah. Who? Well, it doesn't really matter who. Because they uh they're shuttering about or shuttering about forty percent of their workforce. Forty two hangar twenty four. It's a brewery in California. It was supposed to be the next Lagunita Stone. Yada yada yada. The reason why I wanted to do this is because we've talked about this and we will continue to talk about this. And this goes to where now, even if you're a local brewery, you try to grow bigger than you need to. Things like this are going to happen, yeah. and they're going to continue to happen, yeah. especially if you're not making good product. Did they uh, specifically call out that it was because of too much expansion? Yes. Oh, well, there you go. <clears throat> you know, I, I it reminds me, uh, this is, stories like this remind me of the, the visit I paid to Highwire a couple years back, which is interesting because we had a Highwire beer, but um, walking around their facility, they had a lot of just kind of empty space. And I asked him, I asked Chris, I'm like, you know, what's the, what's the story here? And he's like, well, you know, we make enough beer that we can sell. It doesn't make sense for us to bring in a whole bunch of equipment and make a bunch of beer. It's just going to sit on the shelves and not go anywhere. It's going to hurt our brand. We don't want to dilute ourselves like that. And he said, you know, we have just enough equipment to make what we need to make, but we've got room that we can always add more. And, and I like that. I, I like that idea of, you know, we just have enough and... Apparently, these guys thought, you know, if you make the beer, people will drink it. Is it Highwire that just opened a new, like, off-site tap room, or is it somebody else? I think they just moved into the Triangle, didn't they? Uh, Yeah, it was Highwire and Burial. Just opened up second second or third locations, depending on. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Tap room stuff. So, I I mean, I guess it goes plain and simple to, even if you think you're hot and popular... Don't get all. If somebody's cray-cray. telling you that you're going to be the next stone, wait until you actually get to like, you know, 2010 stone before you start adding on that much, you know, that much overhead. Just ask for trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I think this is going to continue on and on and on. And, you know, off mic, we have had many conversations about Charlotte breweries that are probably going to be on this list in the very near future. Well, but it's for a variety of reasons, you know, yeah. and 
But I mean, I, my point is, mm-hmm. if you're not making quali- quality product, eventually people are going to stop showing up. True. And once people aren't there, all these plans have to go out the window. And then you have to shutter second sites or lay off 42% of your staff or you know, all kinds of other shit. I mean, it, you don't like to see anybody lose their job. No. And it sucks because in a lot of a lot of these cases, these are good folks who are working for bad leadership. People who are excited about beer, working for people who are also excited about beer, but don't know how to run a business. <coughs> and that me, sucks. I was going to say, that's something that we have railed on thousands of times. Just because yeah. you can make a beer doesn't mean you know how to run a brewery. I mean, it is crazy. You know, we, we pick on Old Mech for various reasons, and, and they get some crap around town because, yeah. you know, they're, the they're, they're, they're not Hayes Bro, and they're not making IPAs. But the thing is, like, if you understand anything about their operation, like, they actually have uh, a guy that's got, like, a... Um, I mean, their their yeast guy actually has a degree in, uh, and the the name is escaping me, but but like he actually has a degree to work on exactly that kind of thing, right? You know, like they have expertise. No, they in, they are in a very specific wheelhouse, and they nail that wheelhouse. Well, yes, nail from a, from a beer perspective, but I mean, just from a business perspective, they've got a lot of good things going for oh, them. No, but a yeah. lot of you know, and, and you really can't do that when you're a ten person brewery. I no, get that. No, everybody wears multiple hats, but. Old Mech has picked up people that can fit these specific needs yeah. and make sure that they have excellence there. And it and it's paid off for them. Yeah, I mean, just as they've grown over the years, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Any other thoughts, Wells? You were you were going somewhere and then I jumped in. No, I mean we're we're going to see breweries close for a variety of reasons, and it used to be that things were just so simple. Because of the bubble, right? It's the bubble. Well, it used to be things were just simple, like, oh, they didn't make good beer. But you know, we're going to see more breweries closing as more increasingly open and, and it's going to be for different varieties. Like, well, maybe they like forgot to pay their taxes and got leaned on or you know, just, just doing things that, you know, the average public that, you know, it, we aren't going to know about. It's just going to be a source of speculation, but you know, doesn't mean a brewery's like a brewery bubble is coming just because right. people are going to start closing. I'll be interested to see when the breweries who think they are edgy mm. and, uh, you know, whatever, suddenly people start looking at them and saying, you know, I'm not going to go to you guys anymore. And there's enough people that start, you know, boycotting them, so to speak. And suddenly they start going under. I mean, there are still some folks that believe you can start a brewery and have a bunch of sexual union windows in your beer names. And, you know, people get offended. Well, that's just or tough. worse. Yeah, or worse, you know, people get offended. That's tough. You know, move on to someplace else. But then enough people move on, and then you're under. You know, I, I, I won't be surprised when it starts happening. Yeah, I'm. Re- you know, like, uh, what was it? The, was it the Short Breast Brewery? Is that what that place was called? You remember? I, uh, we talked about it a few times on the show. It was oh, uh, Special Eds. Yeah, I wonder what ever happened in that place. I wonder if that ever made it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it didn't, because I remember they changed their name. After all the uproar, and I'm sure that helped. Yeah, I don't think anybody was giving them a second chance. Yeah. It's, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh, well, I've got this one called the panty dropper. Like, oh, that's cute. Nobody's ever thought about that. Oh, dirty blonde. Woo, no, that's edgy, dude. You know, but when like eight or 10 of your beers are named, well, maybe not eight or 10, but I mean, when, when a good number of beers are named after 
adjectives, if you will, to, to make fun of special needs people. Like that's you're just not going anywhere with yeah, that. Yeah, no, you're not. Absolutely not. Any other thoughts? We ready for break? Let's break them off. Break them all. All right, we'll be back in thirty. So what I'm gonna do. Time by no buy, Jeff. How does that work? By no buy is where we talk about the beer that we have been drinking throughout the show, and I know that comes as a surprise to you. Maybe not so much this show because it sounds like we've got it all together. Yeah, pretty. But pretty next much. show, it may sound like we don't have it as well together. Yeah, we might get a little loopy. It kind of depends. Yes. Um. Yeah, we talk about the beer that we've had throughout the show, and we'll tell you whether we would buy it or not buy it. Very straightforward. Very easy. And I feel like we've gone a whole year. Without anybody like conditional buying or or any of that stuff, it's just we we've gotten very pure about either yeah, you're no, gonna buy no, it or no, you're no, not gonna buy nonsense. it. So, uh, first beer for tonight uh, is a Chuck beer. I was actually talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, uh, yeah, um, who's that guy you make fun of all the time?" I'm like, "Oh, you mean Chuck?" <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You mean Chuck and his terrible beers. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's always kind of fun when you have a Chuck beer on because we just never know what's going to happen. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a Chuck beer for you. Um, Chuck uh, sent us a, a Sweetwater beer. Now, Sweetwater's out of Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. Um, Hotlanta. Um, they're, they're not a, do they? They've got a couple of beers, uh, especially on their specialty side, if you will. They're rare or not the main mainstream beers, but some right. of their rarer beers are a little, um, shall we say, pot focused? Maybe. Johnny Hash. Maybe. Uh, hash Pipe. Um, I mean, Sweetwater 420. Extra Pale. Oh, wait. Like, right, right, right. They're super flagship. Is. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I forgot about that one. I forgot. Oh, yeah. So, spe- yeah, so, so along that line, speaking of Sweetwater 420, um, so this is Sweetwater 420 Strain. Uh, it's the G13 IPA, which uh, apparently has the, the special, the special, special yeast. It's an already dank IPA, which I think I'm going to take, I'm going to take some offense to because I don't know that I'd call Sweetwater 420, a dank IPA. Not in today's right. world. Anyway. Nope. Like it maybe it was like six years ago when you were the only one out there. But um, but they put some hops that were strain specific, uh, put some specific hops in there and then a strain specific terpene bunch and some natural hemp type flavor. Um, so uh, this, this is best by <laughs> over a year from now. Yeah. Whoa. To 2019, which kind of sets off a red flag. Now, I know this is... I, I know this think is that uh, beer's going to hold up that long. No. I, 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 know, I know this is a fairly fresh beer because yes. uh, it just came out. So, like, I'm not busting on Chuck for that at all. I, not, no stretch of that. But, I mean, like, for Sweetwater, like, February of 2019. No, wait, no, that's 2019. Yeah, it's like, dude, that's oh. a month away. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Calm your tits, buddy. Calm your tits. All right, that's, that's not so bad. It's it's good for another uh, 16 days. Yeah. <sighs> that was fun. Look at it. I'm, I'm still having a, yeah. Um, he, he had a senior as, moment, as, okay? Well, it, yeah, right? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm an old it's guy. It's a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> they should let, let me hang myself up. Yeah, I wanted to watch it tangle for oh, a little like, bit. Uh, Can you believe it? I'm out here hanging Frank and you aren't going to save me. <laughs> yep. Super awesome. February 2019. Wow. Malt beverage with natural hemp type flavor. Um, <laughs> All right. So really quickly, Wells, 
Mm-hmm. What is the difference between this and a CBD beer? I know we've talked about it before, but just maybe for a new listener. I mean, terpenes are basically just the flavor components in I mean, a lot of things, but especially like hemp, marijuana. Like okay. So this is not one of those pot beers. No, no, there's about. no psychoactive component to this. There's nothing. It's just a, a, a flavor extract. Okay. Very good. Yeah. I mean, that being said, I, uh, like I, I'm, I'm not a partaker, so I, and like I don't have anything to reference it towards. Right. But uh, it's a fine beer. I actually kind of like it. Um, I, you know, if I, I saw mean, some, if if you, if I, if I saw some, I would buy some. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I, it's actually like we we had it at uh, we had one bottle we shared uh, at the football uh, last weekend and and this one now. Uh, I, you know, it's an enjoyable beer. Right. And, and for a Chuck beer, even you yeah, know? right? Like, what the hell's happening? I, I, his head's getting too big. We need to stop. Well, no, 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 no. We, we got to keep nagging him. You know, like, you know, you still like, like that wasn't bad, Chuck. I guess it was okay. But I mean, you know, got to send something better than that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> where you at, man? I, I like this a little bit better when we were at the bottle share. And maybe that was just the first time having it, having my socks blown off. Yeah, because you were like gushing over oh, this one. Oh, yeah, because it was fantastic. And, and it's now, only been a week and it hasn't changed that much. It's maybe, I don't know. I feel was it more the environment? Maybe I like, feel a little less about it now than I did then, but I'm still like very pro G13 IPA. Like okay. this was, I, I could still see myself picking up a six. Pack You're still buying it, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. In fact, I might actually have to like go hunting now. So yeah, I say I don't think you can find this outside of the tap room. Really, what Chuck told me. Shit. Yeah. I, I have not seen this anywhere. Because so. I would legit love to like, oh, cool. Go. I mean, I guess you could drive down to Atlanta if you want I to. I guess I could. Yeah, you could. Let, let me do that real quick. Yeah. Show two might have BRB, to be a uh, We're going to go see uh, Foo Fighters and uh, run the jewels while I'm there. No big deal. Yeah, there you go. Did you see that show? Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Josh, bye no bye. Oh, no, this is really good. Um, you know, we had that Sunday and, and I knew... Uh, Chris and I had talked about this beer because this had made a couple of of people's top ten lists this year. I'm not going to go that high. Oh, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I would absolutely agree with you. I think it's more of just the novelty, to be honest with you, of what this is. But still, man, I've had some. I mean, the ceremonial session from burial, like the terpenes and that were. Anyway, yeah, I'll be looking for more. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. But th- this is still, I mean, honestly, though, I'd rather have this over the normal 420 that they make any day of the week. So, Well, clearly. Yeah. But, which, I mean, in theory, there's nothing different but them putting the, ter- the terpenes in it. That's uh, it. No, no, no. And the hemp, unless they use different oh, hops. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's exactly the same, except they use strain-specific terpenes and so added some extra hemp-type flavor. But right, but that, they, totally they didn't the change the hop profile or the malt bill, so. But they added, I mean, they they... In effect, adjuncted an IPA. Yeah. Right. So I would buy that adjuncted IPA. I would not buy the normal one. Okay, there we go. This is what I was trying to say. Gotcha. Jackass. Oh, well. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up is another Chuck beer. What happened here? Why did, why did we let him I got a porch bomb. Okay. I don't know. Fair enough. Um, so some shows back, we had Wild Leap's Alpha Abstraction Double IPA. How, 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 how? And it was a big hit, mm-hmm. and everybody went crazy, and it, we had a clean sweep. And that was uh, volume three. I'm looking on the can. It's a fourth edition of the series with a very varied hop profile in each volume. So, so it's different hops. This is uh, dry hopped 
Double dry hopped. Sorry. DDH. DDH with Denali. Um, I prefer volume three over volume four. Uh, this one's okay, uh, but um, I, I don't need this in my life. Okay. Goodbye. Wells? You crazy. I got massive pineapple out of this. I'm taking this all day. Bet. Big buy. Josh. Josh is going in for another sample because he's, he, he's, he's on the fence. I and, am kind of on the fence. Well, I mean, there's always that, but. I mean, you are now our second resident Haysbro, right? I mean, you know, it's not just the Wells. Yeah, it's not. No, this is this is damn good. This is juicy AF. This is hazy AF. Now, I will say um, no canned on date here. Okay. But they're stickered, so uh, yeah. who knows? I mean, and I'm assuming, too, that as they put out new volumes, that that's probably as much a tell as anything else. I mean, if Chuck right. sent us volume one. Yeah. Yeah. I would expect that. No, this is, yeah, this is a big buy for me. This is delicious. Next beer up. Uh, next one up uh, from Highwire. Now, we've had their hazy and juicy and hoppy and fresh before. Yes. But there's like, they've got like two different variants of it going at all times. And then within those variants, they tweak those, I guess. Um, we've had the what I call the green can because the, the lettering on it was green. And this is the blue can yes. with blue lettering. Um, this is a again a DDH New England style IPA with mosaic in Wakatu, Wakatu, Mufasa, Wakanda. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's pretty much a letdown after that last one. Um, it's fine. It's fine. I I do not like uh, this. Was, so this is uh, from January tenth, twenty nineteen. Yes. What year is it? What did they date their can for? Right? Um, it was canned on January 10th, 2019. So it is... Really old. Man, four days fresh? Yeah. So, like, you can't not pick that up, but at the same time, for the price they want for these, I just don't, like... I, I know we don't talk beer math a ton anymore. Right. But a $4 pint can, to me... Yeah, like, beer I math just, on this one gets like, a little tough. It's and it's not even let that the can itself is that bad. It's the sticker shock of buying four of them all at once. Yeah, you know because I I you know I saw it, it was like sixteen something dollars yeah. and and I just like you know I'd rather spend that elsewhere. Okay, I, I mean I love high wire, but I, I'm not going to apologize for not buying this beer. All right, Wells, you know I'm kind of with you. At first, it was I was disappointed with this. Just as he pours another sample, I didn't like it as much as the uh, Alpha Abstraction, sure. but. Even on its own, this is just kind of, it's good. It's fine. I'm not going to buy it. You're too crazy. What? This is good. I mean, it's a little too, oh. This is not as. Garlicky for me. I'm just not on board with it. Can I get cool. another pour just to make sure I'm not cray cray? Because Josh was like, garlic. I am the garlic. I was gonna say you were all fine with your opinion until Wells said garlic. Then you're like, oh shit. Wait, no, no, no. No. I'm the Do I like this beer that there's garlic in it? No, I'm the maybe. garlic hater. If there's garlic in a beer, I maybe he's I'm coming like a pig with truffles. Maybe he's coming back to like, truffles. oh no, I actually do hate this. Thanks for steering me. No, this does. Uh, this has no garlic in it mm. to me. I think you cray cray. I think this is delicious. This is an absolute buy for me. Apparently, our Hazebro paths have now severed, diverged. You're dead in, to in me. a wood. All right, final beer up, Jeff. Final beer up. Um, thanks, my buddy Scott in uh, Spokane. Uh, Chuck, this is this is the standard with which to live up to. 
this and some other beers that we'll be having over the next couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, we got a Scott Porch Bomb. Dude, we got a Scott Porch Bomb. And uh, yeah, so Sinker Scooters uh, uh, set a Porch Bomb. And then Super Hoosier set his Porch Bomb. And then Chuck like sent one to Josh because I don't know if I hurt his feelings or something like that. Yeah, like, usually he sends them to me, but I don't know. You're, you're going to get a turd in your box back. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then Clueless sent us some too. So like I've got some of those to work in, um, which again... For those of you that that want to find ways to support us, we really appreciate you sending beer in. It's super awesome. We we oftentimes will just even trade stuff back. Yeah. Um, most of these these guys that have sent me stuff are getting uh, cans from Birdsong's anniversary, Honey Pie. Um, Westbrook has this like Mont Montmorency cherry sour kind of thing coming. Uh, you know, a lot of neat stuff. Um, I would have sent them some like twelve ounce bottles of uh, Event Horizon. But I didn't have any. He's not even listening. It's fine. Yeah, he's ignoring you. So at any rate, um, yep. thanks to Synchro Scooter uh, for sending us a, a bottle from Freem. Um, this is one of their barrel aged lambics. Uh, this is Bosbesen, Bosbesen, Bos I don't know. It is a uh, oh, body. A, yeah, right. Uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lambic. So it's got fresh blueberries with their lambic ale. Um, damn, this is good. It is nice and tart. It isn't overwhelming. I really like this one too. Um, I had, I, I had one of the Scott sent me one of the the peach variants like this, and I had that with other company, and it was really awesome too. So um, again, Freem, big winners for me. Wells, I really wanted to like this one, but I kept tasting cotton candy, and it threw me off. Am I wrong? I mean, I, I, oh. I get, like I'd give you like sweet tarts. Yeah, that kind of like chalkiness to it, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, it this I I liked it, but it wasn't enough for me to buy it. So I'm gonna skip it. Yeah, Josh, fair enough. I can't imagine how much of a teeth ripper that peach was because oh, it wasn't. It wasn't really? at all. No, this thing is like oh, it made me clench. What's wrong with you? What about that. I, I clinched a few times, uh, a bit much for me. So it no doesn't bite. make my jaw even twinge at all. So really, it's not, it's not even really okay. that tart. Well then, I'm crazy, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, we all know this. I, I couldn't. I just couldn't. So no bye. All right, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Uh, so I tap that is where we talk about um, the beers that we've talked about and uh, pick one for our kegerator. Uh, what what would I like to have if I? You know, uh, again, money wasn't an object because that becomes difficult. And if I could just have any one of these that, you know, it's 530, I'm off work. I'm going to pour something with dinner. What do I really want? Um, you know, neither of these New Englands are in my wheelhouse for what I want to drink a lot of. Um, the frame is excellent, but uh, I just don't know how I would drink a ton of this. So I, I'm going to have to go with the sweet water. Um, which is weird, right? But it's just like, for me, it's probably the easiest. That, it's the one that I probably would want to drink more often than not. I, mean, yeah. I was talking about like, you know, having a whole keg earlier. It's right. You know, it's a commitment. Ha ha having having a keg of a blueberry lambic is ballsy. I mean, I guess on the plus side, it's not really going to lose a lot if it sits around forever. True, true. But, you know, I mean. Other like, than that, yeah. Yeah, no, no I mean. And right, I mean so. that 420 is good until 219. So I mean, like, yeah. I got a whole freaking year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm the, I am the worst. Wells, what are, you, what are you tapping? Oh, man, Josh already knows me well. If this is what uh, this brewery's putting out, I might have to get down to LaGrange, Georgia, because I'm all about that alpha abstraction. Your beard isn't long enough yet. I'm working on it. Fair enough. Josh, where are you been? Man, I'm really torn, because of the three that I liked, I really like them all quite a bit. Wow, that's deep. Yeah, I mean... I'm gonna go with the alpha abstraction. There we go. Because damn, that was good. But that G13 strain is, yeah, is no damn slime. good. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't see it cracking my top ten when we get to the end of this year. But I can understand why people would really like this beer. Yeah, yeah. like it, like it more so than I would. But uh, yeah. So, all right, we're at the end of the show. We, we are at the end of the show. Uh, come check us out, craftbeercast.com. Find links to uh, our old articles, our old episodes. Um, we got a Patreon link if you want to support us. Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Facebook.com slash craftbeercast. Um, you know, reach out and tell somebody, one of your friends that you listen to, these guys who make fun of this guy named Chuck. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe they're... I mean, everybody loves... You know, when there's like a big target that everybody makes fun of, right? So, yeah. you know, like maybe that's a thing. And it just in case you're a new listener... Like me, Chuck is a Patriots fan, so there's another reason to there's another reason to hate his guts. Just back all over. So, him. so there's that. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's definitely getting a turd in his box now. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I kind of forgot. Thanks for reminding me. Oh, um, the turd in your box is thanks to Josh. I mean, it won't be Josh's per se, but it'll know. be one of my cats. But yeah. you know, hey, yeah. whatever. Yeah, Taco Bell does sound good tonight. Uh, <laughs> for you or for the cat? For me. And oh. the cat. And the cat. <laughs> yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, like, hey, Manny, reach out to us. Uh, Twitter's at CBCast or uh, email uh, contact at crapbearcast.com. If you or want. hate mail. Or hate mail. You know, if, if you've got some stuff in your market that you want to send our way and you want us to, uh, you know, mention on the show, like maybe you've got that brewery that, you know, is about to close, but they make really awesome beer for whatever reason and you want to. You want to share it with us? I mean, we're always uh, always happy to have that kind of stuff on. We always would, you know, whatever you. What, Chuck knows this all too painfully. Whatever you send, we're putting on the show, and if it's good, we will say it's good, and if it sucks, we will say it sucks. Yup, and we will rake you under the coals for it. But yep. uh, in the meantime, yeah, at CBcast, contact at Wells, you got anything you want to pimp or share or on Instagram at all the Wells, Josh. Josh. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Like Jeff said, we've got a Patreon or, you know, beer trades. We're open to beer trades. Beer's in your market. Just hit hit us up. Normally, I'm the one that interacts on Twitter the most, but Jeff is there occasionally. Well, I don't know what you do for us, but... What? Yeah, that's what I thought. Other than that, uh, rate and review us. Tell a friend. Tell somebody. Other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.